All right, guys, we're here with Ricardo Magni, and we're ready to talk about the uh, recent Arnold Classic Grip Contest from Armlifting USA. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty recent since I just got home this morning at 5.20 a.m. So the Arnold was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and it's Monday. So this is fresh off the presses, this news here. It was, first of all, I want to tell you guys, you know, I know it's a travel from Vancouver, but it's some a spectacle you got to see. It's really something else. We hit a home run with this one. The, the 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 response of the athletes, the performance of the athletes, the venue, I, it was fantastic. And um, on social media today, I, I've had a bunch of people call me um, to say thanks. On social media, some people are putting it's the best experience of their whole life. Yeah, and awesome. I am privileged to help create part of that. I certainly couldn't do it alone but I'm privileged to create that for some people. Yeah. It was awesome to see how many people showed up for the open on the third day. That was crazy. Yeah. We had almost 35 people. I I'm not sure what the final count was. The results are online already. Maybe 33, five women and, and 28 men, maybe 27, something yeah. like that. It was, it was great. And, and guess what? We found some new pros in that one. And that's the thing. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about that in a few minutes, but um, yeah, I'd like to take you through all of the um, all of the sessions real quick and highlight some individuals. But before I do that, I have an exclusive announcement that you guys are going to hear first. Ooh, uh, awesome! Yeah, we have uh, linked up with a company called Hossware. They have done shirts for many other strength companies. And they're going to do shirts and sweatshirts for us in an on-demand printing format. I'm going to put the link on the website tomorrow morning. And then you'll be able to order a T-shirt or a sweatshirt and get it shipped directly to you. So um, we're excited to pair with them. They did our shirts at the Arnold Classic. They hit a home run with the shirts. They were fantastic. Um, just really, really good quality. And um, the quality control was excellent. They had the right number of sizes. They had all the boxes checked. So I'm excited to start this partnership with them. They do work for Strom Strongman Corporation, among others. I mean, they are they're big. Oh, cool. So right they're out of North Carolina. Very nice guys, Jake and Ross. And I'm excited to be working with them. So look for that. And the prices are very affordable. Awesome. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I think for, of course, the super big sizes, it's more. But I think for the normal human size, it's $21 for a T-shirt plus shipping and $39 for a hoodie plus shipping. Oh, wow. That's so, a great price. Yeah, that's not bad so, at all. Yeah, and they're black hoodies with Arm Lifting USA on them and white and black shirts, uh, T-shirts also. So people can have their choice. We're going to start small and expand from there. And if people want more stuff, they need to drop me a line and we'll see if we can figure it out. No, that's great. That's fantastic. Uh, we need apparel to support our sport. That's fantastic. That's really going to be cool. Well, I, I tell you, the support was amazing, and I'm going to get more into that. But the organizers for the Arnold Classic loved the event. I would say estimates are between 2,500 and 5,000 people 
were watching the heavyweights battle it out on Saturday. Slightly oh, less, cool. slightly less for my class. There was probably only a only a few thousand people there, but we were in a prime location, guys. We had a raised stage, the Schwarzenegger stage. We were raised. We're in the. If you walked into the expo, we're in the all the way to the left in the front corner. And because we're in the corner, we were able to have a wide like arc of uh, a perimeter of people to watch. Um, yeah. They could watch from three sides and they they were packed in there. It, it was it was something else. And, um, you know, the more people were just standing, then more people were trying to like push and shove their way in. I could <laughs> see when I'm on the MC from the from the crowd looking out, it, it was amazing. So let's talk about some of the lifters. Um, Friday, we had the women's division. We had yep. your your own, uh, the pride of the Pacific Northwest, Gabby Dixon. Boy, did, yes. did she not disappoint. She was amazing. A very nice young woman in addition to being very, very strong. Yeah. She's a tough customer. So she won the, the super heavyweight division with uh, Sarah Chapelo in third, a, a second rather. Sorry, Sarah. Second place for Sarah Chapelo. And it was a very, very three points separated the two of them out of 300. Just one. Yeah, they tied on two lifts. That must have yeah. been just a heated competition. It, it was literally the two best women that we have had access to there might be other stronger ones out there and i invite them right now if they're stronger come talk to me we'll get you there next year we, we have yeah. a spot for you so yeah i mean it was fantastic and i think i definitely think that there's um there's certainly room for growth in the pros we had some people with injuries drop out but um, Grace Van Hoy and Anna Wilkins had a fantastic duel in the 60 kilo class. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there was some just phenomenal, uh, lifting taking place there. It, it, they were all strong. They're all setting PRs. I mean, you know, the hundred kilos now on the axle for the 80 and 80 plus people, it's, it's a warm up. then just ripping it up off the floor. It, it was yeah. pretty Pretty cool to see because I tell you what, if we went into a high school gym, uh, uh, there are high school football players that can't lift 100 kilos on a double overhand axle. I mean, I'm sure the big guys can, but yep. some of them can't either. And it, it's uh, the women need to get respect for what they did. I mean, Gabby and Sarah trading 300 pound lifts back and forth and back yeah. and forth. I mean, the, the, there's a lot of men who can't do 300 pounds on an axle. And they both did it with ease multiple times. So it, it was it was cool. It was cool to watch and and be a part of and organize, to be honest. Um, that's incredible. You know, and, and it's like they say, if you build it, they will come. And that's my goal yeah. as president of Armlifting USA. I want to build something that the people want, that they want to go to. Another, uh, another lady from the Northwest is actually uh, Tammy McClure. She's from right over in Idaho. Oh. And uh, she crushed it. In her, I know she was uh, uncontested in her division, but she also outlifted every woman in the the next weight class on every single lift. Yeah, I mean, Tammy's a freak of nature is what Tammy is. She's an extremely nice, humble young lady. But 
she's a freak of nature. I mean, she she picks up weights. All it's her and then Sarah and Gabby that are left at the end of most of the lifts because we did it rising bar and it's just the three of them and she's like literally half their size. Yeah. And, yeah. and or less than half their size. And she than just, half. <laughs> she's just hanging right in there. She is a very talented woman. Very. So, yeah, you and the Pacific Northwest have been practicing. And I, I'd like to thank you guys for all your work in hosting the competitions and finding people. Who knows who you'll find after this Super Series? Yep, absolutely. I mean, right? Gabby's debut was at your stage two of the Super Series yep. this yes, year. Yes, it was. Yep, exactly. Oh, I, I know. I'm aware. So, and she messaged me like interested in the Arnold. And then she was like, I'm going to do it. I'm like, we, we want you there. So she was fantastic. Um, the crowd loved her too, by the way. They absolutely loved her. Yeah. Um, she went on to do the, the Denny stone hold like the next day, I believe. Yeah. And she crushed that record too. So yep. yeah, she's got a, a fine future. Um, can we hit pause real quick? Can can we pause just for a second? Yeah. There we go. So on to the men's 80 and 90 kilo class. There were some really good lifts. I mean, it was a battle back and forth. I I got to stop it again. I don't know why she's barking. Okay, here we go. You were saying 80 and 90 men's. We were yeah, surprised men... to see Mike Rogorski didn't come out in first this year. Well, Dave Christopher, yeah, who was the late entry, he was fantastic. He pulled 162 kilos on the axle, which was an impressive, impressive lift. Um, but Dave Christopher has been, been very talented before in the Super Series. He was in the lead. Uh, two years ago for the Super Series, and then he bombed out on the hub. So okay. he he is very talented. He's very, very quiet, unassuming, but he means business, and he's very good. Mike is, you know, he's a PhD in exercise, nutrition. He's a, yeah. a, a, a very cerebral guy. Yeah. Dave just had the better of him on this day. Mike looked excellent. In any other field, he would have won. But they, that's why, like I said, if we build it, they will yeah. come. Starting and to find some serious lifters out there. Well, competition. Competition brings out the best in all of us, Adam. Yep. You're exactly right. And on this day, Dave prevailed with this set of events. That's that's just that simple. That's how it worked. So, um, you know, I got to mention uh, our resident artist, Jay Ripley. You know, he's only 70 kilos and he competed very well against the 80 kilo guys. That's a huge amount. That's more than 10% of body weight he's giving up. He, yeah. He's he's very good. And I think a goal for me in the next couple of years, as more rock climber and gymnast types join Arm Lifting USA, we'll have a 70 kilo class. And then I think you'll see Jay on the podium of that. But yeah, for right now, he's got to compete against the guys who are much heavier than him. And that's not easy. But he did great. Um then the 90-kilo class, you know, Devin Lee Brown was hurt last year. He broke his hand in some MMA action that he does. He competes in jiu-jitsu, MMA, all kind, arm wrestling, all kinds of things. 
I was bummed that he couldn't uh, come out and play last year because he was injured. He just stole the show in the he night. He crushed this year. Yeah. 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 He's, he's phenomenally strong. He's got massive hands. And he's a very good competitor. He's got a very good, calm, mental focus. But he goes out there and he picks up the weights. Um, Ian Weed from Canada, who was the world champ this year, he got second to Devin Lee. Um, uh, we had dinner with him on Sunday, uh, Saturday. Uh, I think Ian will um, get highly motivated by losing. He's a fantastic – he and his um, – he and his uh, girlfriend slash fiance Jessica Petrick, she won the 80 kilo class. They're phenomenal lifters, but more important, guys, they're phenomenal people. And I really appreciate both of them. They're helping uh, grip and arm lifting grow in Western Canada. And, nice. um, and look at that. We're going to see them in Calgary this summer. So have you guys thought about go driving up to Calgary? Yeah, we've thought about it. Uh, haven't determined if we're going to be able to do it yet, but we're, you know, we're thinking about it. Well, I'll tell you and the other viewers, there's 10 spots left. I talked to the meet director, Scott Piersack today. There's 10 spots left. Um, that contest is going to be wild. It's going to be during the Calgary stampede. That's a cultural uh, phenomenon I've never experienced, but for those who don't know, Calgary is a city of a million and a half people. It's no little shack town. It's, a real city. Yeah. And during the, the 10 days of the stampede, they get another million visitors. Oh, so wow. it's going to be packed at Banff national park is like an hour away from uh, Calgary. So it's that's amazing. something yeah. that's something that I want to see personally, you know, as a science teacher, I want to go check out that I love nature. So yeah. It, there's a lot of family things to do. The Calgary Zoo is like a world-renowned zoo, so we're going to check that out too. So um, I hope more Americans go. Right now, it's just me, Steve Millard, and uh, Ashley and Andy Muncie. So, uh, and then there's like, you know, 20 Canadians who have signed up already, including some of Karen and his best, like Eric Racine and Brad mm -hmm. Provick. So, yeah. And Ian and Jessica. So, um, yeah, but Ian and Jessica were phenomenal lifting. Great form. Um, great control of the weights. Wonderful to watch. So I, I look forward to Ian and Devin Lee mixing it up again. And Devin Lee recently moved to Florida. And the World Championships in November are going to be in Orlando. So maybe uh, Ian will get a oh, shot wow. to have a second crack at him. Yeah, yeah. that will be great. And I'm going to be releasing information on qualifying for Orlando, but the Super Series is going to be a huge vehicle to it. I know you guys are probably figuring out the dates and you're going to sanction another one soon. But yep. to everyone out there who's listening, hey, get a Super Series location. And if you don't know how to do it, I put a post on Instagram about it today. Just – DM me and I'll, I'll call you and we'll figure out how to get one to you. Um, like I said today on Instagram, anyone's welcome to Santa Maria, California. So I know, Adam, you took a road trip down here last year and we just didn't connect for some reason. But anyone who wants to come to California, I'm happy to host you. It's not too far. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Always beautiful there. 
Yes, except this year, I think we've gotten as much rain as you normally get. My gosh, it rained last night all the way on the drive home. Fog, it's it's crazy weather here right now. LA yeah. got a blizzard, so you, you guys never are having know. some crazy weather. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they're, they're supposed to get more uh, Riverside and South is supposed to get more snow on Wednesday. Tahoe got 15 feet of snow. <laughs> so weird. 15 think, feet. That's amazing. It's, uh, I don't know. Some <laughs> other place in the world isn't getting the water that's coming here. I can tell you that. So, we're getting water and somewhere else is in a massive drought as a result, but we need it. So we'll take it, but it's, it is different for sure. I haven't had rain like this since I grew up in New York. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. Um, moving on to Saturday. I mean, words can't describe to you too what a show the heavyweights put on. It, it, it was an epic battle. And, um, you know, Carl Myerskow lifted 281 on that 1.75 inch Raptor, 127 and a hundred half kilos. Um, can crazy. anyone lift 281 on anything? I mean, it's it's unbelievable, right? That 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 it's mind boggling. And then and then the battle on the axle. Have you guys seen the axle lifts on Instagram? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Kim Johansson, man, he, he did his homework and he came and got fired up and he and Carl just traded blow for blow. I mean, they lifted 240, 245, 248, and then failed on 250 kilos. I mean, that's that's three made lifts over 529 and higher. Yeah, that's insane. I mean. Luke Reynolds, who is a fantastic guy, he and his wife, absolutely amazing people. He got third in the axle at 507. So yeah. let's <laughs> talk about history. You, you do a 507 double overhand axle and you get third. I mean, he had to be scratching his head a little bit. And I'm not being sarcastic. I'm being serious. He had to be wondering what the hell is going on here with the Carl and Kim lifting those weights. It was just unbelievable. Literally unbelievable. Yeah, what, I was what really... What were your reactions when you guys saw that on the Instagram, the, those lifts? Oh, it was incredible. Yeah, uh, mind-blowing. Yeah. Just like, okay, how high are we going to go? <laughs> well, Luke said that. He actually got on the mic and he said, you know, after seeing this, I now I think people can pull 600 double overhand. If you had told me this was going to happen... Before, I wouldn't have believed you, but I saw it with my own eyes. I mean, yeah, I think it's possible. Yeah, I definitely they, think it's possible. I mean, not to be cheesy, but they literally raised the bar. Yep. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It, it was mind blowing. And um, yeah, yeah I mean, to see someone give Carl that kind of competition was fantastic. Well, you know, Carl's my best friend. You know, I talk to him all the time. I talked to him I know, two hours ago before this show. And without revealing too much, he, he did not, he was not ready for that. I know Kim was not ready for that, but that's the key to sports. You get on the platform, you let your lifting do the talking, the animal in you just comes out, the competitor. If you had told Carl he's going to make three lifts over 240 and try 250, he wouldn't have believed you. 
Kim's best in practice wasn't even 500. And then he pulls 547. That's insane. Wow. These guys, their mental game is just as good as their physical game. Because if they didn't believe they could make it, they wouldn't have made it. But they yeah. they were mentally ready. And I, I don't have to tell you, Frank, about mental performance. I think you know a thing or two about sports psychology. But they were well prepared. And uh, that's why they're on the podium. Yeah. That was uh, awesome. Yeah. Also, Luke, Incredible. I mean, let's let's be real. Flying from halfway around the world, his body's obviously messed up. He's not on his normal uh, day night cycles uh, it's a different season there right so it's yeah it's, flying from the southern hemisphere to the northern hemisphere to compete is is i don't know how many time zones he switched 12 or 15 it it's it's a massive difference and um but the good news guys and i, I can also bring you this exclusive i talked to him and i said luke what's it going to take to have arm lifting happen in Australia at a big expo like this. So yeah. we're going to, we're going to set something up and I'm going to go. I'll tell you that yes. I've always wanted to visit Australia. It's on the bucket list. I'm yeah. going to make it. They happen. got some serious strong lifters down yeah, there. So that will be, be, that'll be awesome to see. Yeah. yeah. Love to see how Joe Hodgson does. Love to see how Ben uh, Cosby ben does. does. Yeah. Several ben Cosby. Strong, strong the Tom Denmead, they're all fantastic. They're unbelievable. Yep. Glenn yeah. Hunter, Glenn Crutley, they're all just they're yeah. they're all freaks, all of them. And guess so, what? Uh, I said there's more that we don't even know about yet, but they're down there. Oh yeah. There's plenty so, of them down there. Oh yeah. So and and it led by Luke, right? If he's pulling 507 probably on 80% fuel, imagine what he does in his hometown in front of his spectators, right? So yeah, yep. Expect an arm lifting event in Sydney in twenty three or twenty four for sure, uh, and I'll 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 do whatever it takes in my power financially to get down there because I'm going to be part of it. And here's information that it an event that is going to happen. You can put this on your calendar if anyone wants to travel internationally. Drop me an email or a DM. There's going to be an international contest in Sweden right before Christmas on December sixteenth. Oh, wow. So Marcus at home is going to give me the details when they're finalized, what the events and stuff are. But that's one I'm seriously considering going to. I've never been to Sweden. I've been to Finland. Um, Scandinavia is absolutely beautiful. It's a super safe country, uh, safe region to go to. Finland, Norway and Sweden. Yeah. They're beautiful. They're safe. Yep. Um, I'm I see Kim come out in that one again. Yeah. I'm going to seriously consider going to that one as well. So I'll give you guys more information when I get it. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to not be the only American to go um, if, if that's a possibility. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely see uh, Kim probably competing again in that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And I'm oh, sure uh... – <laughs> I'm sure on his home turf. Well, let's just put it put it this way. I'm happy I'm not in that weight class. Let's yeah, put it yeah. that way. Um, and then we go on to the 110 and 100 kilo class. As usual, Eric Racine was dominant. He's amazing. It's like it's his birthday today, actually, yeah. but he doesn't get older. Um, he only gets stronger. So 
Uh, Yvonne Cook, the the young gripper, Phenom. Yeah. Was, he was outstanding. Second place. That was good for him. That's awesome. Out, outstanding. Um, you know, I, I'll be honest. I was a shell of what I thought I was going to do. Um, no disrespect to my fellow competitors, Tom, Nick Spencer, and Liv Sodal, who are fantastic. But I, I was tired from organizing the thing. That's all I'm going to say. Um, it, I didn't have my best meet. But they did. They were great. Uh, it was very, very close weight class. The four of us uh, were not separated by much. It was very good. So, um, and then the open class, my gosh, the the depth, the and new Ode superstar. Ode still getting second place, of course. <laughs> What's that? I said Ode Haugen still, still in there getting second place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ageless. Well, he's a freak. I mean, let's <laughs> let's be honest. He's 73 years old and... The only one who beats him in the world is Alexi Tugolov. Not a bad place to be. No, not yeah. at all. Yeah. Callie Lane from Sweden was great, too, in the 275s also. Um, he, you know, he's good with the crowd, with all that hair. I, I can't really talk about hair, but Callie has a lot of it. And, uh, you know, he's like the heavy metal, you know, death metal guy. And he's good with the crowd, and 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 they loved him. So he was fantastic. I've known him since 2016. He came out to L.A. to do the L.A. Fit Expo in 2016. So I've known Cali for a long time. So, yeah, it was great. And then in the open class on Sunday, my gosh, the amount of talent that emerged on Sunday was insane. There's a few people I want to talk about. Um Haley Gow in the women's and her training partner, ha Hannah Lewandowski. Fantastic. I mean, yeah. Haley, Haley would have gotten fourth in the pros and not that far out of third. So, uh, you know, she's a former pro volleyball player. Uh, very good. They've got a good training group there in Buffalo, New York, and um, led by Scott Fike. That's a guy you might want to have on your podcast, guys. Scott Fike. He's got a PhD, too. All these doctors, I feel like stupid with only a master's degree. Um, yeah. We had three PhDs in the open field. Pretty That's impressive. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. The, their mental game was on, at least. Um, so, yeah. So, Scott Fike would be one you'd, you'd want to talk to, and I can give you his contact information. He would be great to talk to. Um and uh, so he leads the training group up there in Buffalo. And I've been to his gym. Um, great gym, great facility, great environment. I did a seminar up there for a small group in October. It was a wonderful time, including Scott and Haley and John Catalinas, another member of the Buffalo training group. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. The, yeah, there's some big we, lifts. Uh, Samuel Broska hit 110 on the Raptor. And uh, John, it's like Fulber hit what uh, 110 on the Saxon. Yeah, the, the, let's talk about those two individuals. Uh, first of all, Bro Sam Broska, I didn't really know much about him. So this guy comes in to weigh in. I'm like, who are you? Because he doesn't have really social media very much. He's like, Sam Broska. And he steps on the scale and his neck is sick. And I'm like, all right, this dude's picked up heavy stuff in his life. I'm like, what do you do for a living, bro? He's like, I'm a fireman. So he's been, and he's probably, I don't know what his age is. He's like me, upper 40s, maybe even low 50s. 
So he's been pulling those hoses, the slippery, thick hoses for years and years. So that, I imagine, builds quite a grip. And he's done his share of weightlifting, too. And it, it showed. He was phenomenal. He just sat around, waited till the weights got heavy, and then made them all. He, he, cool guy. John Felber, much different. Slight build. He's a skinny dude. He's, he's a shade under 200 pounds. He was a former professional golfer. He owns a gym in Maryland. So already you can tell he's athletic, balanced, technique are going to be perfect. When he lifted that Saxon bar, it was like he was glued to that thing. He was flawless. And that is not something you hear me say every day. But his technique on the Saxon bar, I, I, I've, I've never seen a thing of beauty like this. You know, Adam Glass and Tanner Merkel have lifted heavier Saxon bars, but the way Felber executed his lifts, it, 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 he made it look effortless, like there was no even physical energy expended, even though he's squeezing till his fingers are white. He's, it was just a thing of beauty. It was really impressive. And um, it's different than the sheer power of like Carl and Kim and Alexi, a different kind of thing. It was just like he bent down and all of a sudden it was stood up with the bar. It, it, it was almost shocking in a way. It was really cool. Um, yeah. And that finished off the weekend for us on the Saxon bar. I also want to point out one other guy, and this guy's a sleeper. His name's Tom Gratton. He was 82 kilos, the lightest of the open guys. But this guy is from Michigan, northern Michigan. He's for real. He, if he had been two kilos lighter in the pros, he probably could have gotten third. So this Tom Gratton guy did not mess around. He was super strong. He was, and he had practiced. I had talked to him on the phone. He asked me some questions, but he was, he was the real deal. You're going to hear that name more often, guys, because I encouraged everyone to get to the Super Series, to get organized. And it, I, the, and the roster, you look at those lifts, it was deep, 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 deep. And that's in part because of the format we had. We let the athletes pick the weights. They all had time to rest because there were so many of them. They made good lift after good lift. It was... It was really cool to be a part of. And the energy, the emotion, cheering for each other. I got people fired up on the crowd. You know, there's a guy called John Johnson. You know, his wife and daughters were sitting in the in the stands in dead center and cheering, come on, Dad. Like, so I got them fired up. Like, the That's whole awesome. thing was just a family affair. It was fun for everyone. And um, uh, I am happy that we could put it together. That's awesome. That's how yeah. I know if you should be. Yeah. Sounds like that was a heck of an event, man. That's great. I wait to the time when you guys can be at one of my events and you'll see what it's like. Yeah. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think um, the T-shirts and clothing and hoodie, that's going to be the beginning of uh, we're going to expand it as we go on. But I think that's really positive. I think the fact that Rogue and other companies have sponsored us and have done a great job. I think the thing is growing so much in the three months that I've been owner of Arm Lifting USA, along with Zane Cope from Country Crush. You know, he's phenomenal partner to work with. Um, Chad Clark, 
I can't say enough about Chad. Uh, all the athletes love him. Uh, he brings so many people in. When you call Chad, you get a whole entourage of people. He's yeah. Chad's amazing. So I, awesome. I just, I, I just, yeah. And then Daniel Dixon, he did a great job refereeing at his first uh, major arm lifting event, the Arnold. I mean, that's kind of a tough thing to throw into. Uh, he, he was great. Our spotters and uh, plate loaders, guess what? Zero miss loads the whole weekend. Nice. You know, that's I, awesome. I've been, I've been, to, I probably competed in 50 powerlifting meets in my prior lifting life. I can't tell you how bad it feels to, to, to do a bench press, kind of have the bar go crooked like this, and then they say, take it. They take it, and then they tell you, oh, they misloaded it. They put 10 kilos on one side more. Well, of course it was like this. And then you wasted all your energy, and, of course, you can never make it the second time because you're fried from straining for five seconds against it or four seconds. So I'm really proud that we had no errors on that. Scorekeeping, Zane was on fire. Uh, we had the results out in minutes, like two minutes, three minutes after the thing ended. We boom, we had the results up for the people to see. So, and then I put them all online. So I, I think we're becoming a well-oiled machine at Arm Lifting USA. Anna Wilkins was taking pictures for us. Those are going to be uploaded in the next couple of days. I'll update the leaderboards. Um, it, we got to cook it. And we're excited to make more opportunities for the lifters. And I really hope all the athletes felt like they were valued, felt like they were treated well, uh, felt like it's an experience they'd love to redo, except with lifting, lifting more, of course. Yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. That was a great show. We enjoyed watching the lifts, and it must have been very exciting to be there. I mean, the competition was so tight this year. Oh, it was tight. Hey, and I want to tell you guys something. Hey, the internet for to get a dedicated video live stream was a thousand dollars a day. So that's just not in Arm Lifting USA's budget to fork out three grand. I mean, then the entry fees would have to cover that and they would be insane to enter. So yeah, yeah. a lot of people were asking me about the live feed a thousand dollars a day for an uninterrupted video stream for the data. It's beyond what we can afford right now. Yep. So buy so, some t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a, a bake sale with brownies for little kids, right? Yeah, sell some t-shirts. Yeah, we're going to have to sell a lot of t-shirts. Um, <laughs> but um, but in all seriousness, um, you know, we, we, we look forward to the future as technology improves. And, and, you know, in those buildings, like in those big convention centers, these big cement brick buildings, there's no even digital signal. My phone didn't yeah. get a beep in there until after I walked out of the contest. Then it went crazy. But yeah. it's we're at the mercy there of, of, of the vendors. And of so I apologize. We couldn't have it for the friends and family that would have watched it if they had been there. But. It's beyond what we can afford right now. Any more questions, guys? Yeah, any questions? I don't think so. That just means that more people need to show up to the Arnold so they can see it. They can't stream it. Makes the atmosphere that much better. I agree with you, Adam. And it's 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 an experience. And I think by reading the social media, it's not just my voice, right? 
the people are all saying more or less the same thing. It was an amazing experience that the time and money and all that costs to get there, they'll remember it for the rest of their life. And that's what I want to do. Yeah. So many people posting pictures with uh, like Clyde Zukowski and the Stoltmans and, I mean, how awesome would it be to be able to go to the Arnold and meet some of the people that you watch win the world's strongest man or, you know, people that you idolize, the monsters of the strength world. Correct. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yes. Savickas was, Zadrunas Savickas was readily yeah, accessible. Savickas was there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I walked right by him. I said, hi, he's a nice guy. He would absolutely take a picture with you if you wanted one. You know, greatest strong man who's ever lived. Yes. Greatest strong man of all time. Yep. Who's that? Savickas. Savickas. Yeah, he's, his, his career is pretty insane when you look at all the titles he's won in the different yep. leagues. Exactly. It, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I, I've got a few other things working, guys. If I have an announcement to make, Frank, you'll get a call and we'll do another podcast. But um, Sounds I think good. that's it. I think that's it for now. Thank you guys very much for the opportunity, as always. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, I look forward to to the Super Series. I'm wondering how many venues we can get this year. I'm hoping we get 40 venues, 4-0. Wow, yeah, that'd be great. It'll be awesome. Well, we had 27 venues last year. Mm-hmm. So I think the way the Arnold grew, we had 66 competitors to 85 this year. So if we grow in the same percentage base, I think we'll be able to get it to 40 venues this year. Yeah, yep. We've got eight already, and uh, June is coming up closer than you think. So everyone get your venue sanctioned, and I'll start advertising them as soon as you get it sanctioned. Absolutely. Sounds good. All right. Have a good night, guys. You take care. Bye.